You're listening to Matchlit Money. Two and one. Welcome to Matchlit Money, the podcast where we talk all things financial and business strategy to help you keep more of that hot money you got from your business blowing up. Listen, There's a lot of businesses going haywire, blowing up and off the Richter scales these days. And it's always been that way, but we're just seeing it more prominently in the space that we occupy because everything's more visual and everything is more media driven. So we're hearing a lot about businesses blowing up a lot more than we actually see the business blowing up. Um, because we're witnessing it and it's happening before our very eyes and it's pretty cool. And so this show um, is a rebirth of um, an idea I had to do on uh, business development and financial um, education to help people navigate through their space as they're building a business, growing a business, and hopefully moving to the next level in their business. My name is Danita Harris, and why in the world should you listen to me? Well, I've got over 25 years of business and financial experience, and I am here to help you help yourself and your business blow even more up through doing the right things with your money. So a little bit about me is that I own uh, a wealth strategy company uh, where we help clients just like yourself uh, navigate through financial pitfalls that may come their way. Um, Your money, it's got hot. And that's where the term match lit is. Match lit money is about your company blowing up just as quick as when you strike that match and it blows up and the highest point of that flame plumes and then it dissipates. I mean, lickety split just like that. And what are you going to do next? This is, and then as I began having conversations about matchlit money from one to another, um, this is something that we've been dealing with for some time. And we're, again, we're just seeing it more on a more visual scale through 15 minutes of fame is what my generation, I'm, you know, I'm a Gen X. And so my generation would call it just that they would call it. 15 minutes of fame, you get your 15 minute of fame money. And then next thing you know, um, that's it. We haven't heard from you. And so you're struggling to maintain and keep what you've got because you don't know when the next time you're going to have that type of money. That's what I'm here for. That's what my firm is about. Uh, Who's my client? Well, you're my client. If you're listening to this show and that applies to you, whether you're a real estate agent, a broker, a life insurance agent, uh, whether you are a content creator, a sports professional, uh, whether you're into esports, whether you're into people who flip watches and who flip tennis shoes, um, people flip things. That's a real thing. And they make some real money from that. And so, you know, if you're one of those people who gets a lot of cash at one time, um, this is definitely the show for you. Um, because we're going to teach you how to keep more of that money, um, so that you're able to make it because listen, when you're in a commission based sales 
world of working and operating, which there are a lot of jobs which are commission-based, you have to learn how to provide for yourself during the famine when the feast occurs. And it's like you get this huge influx of money and you're like, oh my gosh, I can buy things, but you really have to learn how to make it stretch. And so that's what Matchlit Money is about. It's about business succession planning. It's about infusions of cash and strategy, strategic financial planning that will help you keep more of your money for long term. Listen, we're going to take a break real quick and um, grab a snack. We'll be back and don't go anywhere because we're going to talk about uh, maybe a couple of things that are beneficial that you might want to hear about wealth and wealth business building right after this. You're listening to Match Lid Money. And welcome back to Match Lit Money. All things business, all things financial, and strategically planned to increase and flow your money, honey, down the river of success. I like that. So Matchlit Money, for those of you who are just joining, is a concept of you blowing your spot up, whether you're a content creator, whether you're a professional sports person, whether you are a esports collegiate, these new NIL. Oh, I cannot wait to dive into this whole NIL situation. Um, but We're here to help support you and your business so that you can keep more money. You can learn how to infuse your business with money because you're always going to have times that are lean and you're always going to have times that you need cash just to build. It takes money to make money and we all know that and we all say that. So just because you get a good windfall in the beginning doesn't mean that you're going to have enough to sustain you through the push to the next stage. Right. And let's be honest, the bigger institutions are not going to loan you the money. So where are you going to get it from? Well, we're here to help you understand how to grow that money, honey, and have it for your business to continue growing your business and scale your business. So we talked about what Matchlit Money is. Listen, I'm so excited about Matchlit Money. It is going to be a huge successful campaign. And I'm just like blowing my own horn, maybe a little, but Matchlit Money is going to be the business. Okay. Uh, Because it's relatable. It's dynamic. It is multifaceted. Uh, And it applies to so many people, so many people on so many different levels. I'm just very excited to bring it to you and to hear what you have to say about how it will impact your life and your company and all the things that you're doing and how you're able to scale up. And so, you know, match lit money, honey. That's it. We got bars on bars on bars. We got that coming. We got match lit money. It's going to be lit. Let me tell you, it's going to be lit. Um, so I'm Danita Harris. I'm your host. That was a really long intro. I'm Danita Harris. I'm your host. I'm the owner and managing partner of Geis Wealth Management over on 30 Wall Street in New York, New York. You can look me up at GeisWealthManagement.com. 
And if you need some financial or business strategic planning, I am your woman or one of my team members. They can help you um, just as much as I can with your overall strategic goals. And it's very important to have goals because here's the big one we're going to talk about for a couple of hot seconds. Like, what do you want to do with your money? Exactly. What do you want to do with your money? Because I think the biggest thing about having money is knowing what to do with your money before you have it. Ooh, that's a big one. How many people just have this goal and this dream to just get rich? Ooh, I just want some rich money. Like, and like, no diss to my athletes. You know, I love you. I do a whole like segment for you guys called Dear Athlete XO Geis Wealth Management. Um, but unfortunately, we're dealing with a population of people who are coming more than likely from nothing to something. So I call them lottery winners. I call you lottery winners. And that's what you are. You've won the draft lottery. You've won this huge sum of money. And now all of a sudden, my you know what my favorite movie is? My favorite movie in for this phrase is Mo Money with Mike Epps and Ice Cube. And when Mike Epps gets the winning lottery ticket, what's the first thing he said? Man, I got so much I want to buy. And that's exactly what happens. Let's, let's be real. It's not just you athlete. It's me too. It's us. It's where we've all been. Okay. Where we get that money back from taxes and we're like, man, I got so much stuff. I got to catch up on bills. Number one stuff I've been wanting to buy. Number two, then you have buyers or more sometimes. I know I do. And then next thing you know, poof, all gone. So having a plan before it comes to you. Okay, so I'm going to be the party pooper. I'm not big on budgets, but I definitely think you should have a plan for your money. So let's use that word, okay? Because I feel like budgets are restraining and restrictive. And then they're telling you, oh my God, you can't get that cup of coffee out. You should do it at your house. And I'm like, Yo, a cup of coffee is not going to break you, okay? It's not going to break the bank, I promise you. I promise you, it's not going to break the bank, okay? Get the cup of coffee. But get the cup of coffee and let's implement strategies that increase your money so you don't have to worry about getting the cup of coffee. Aha, aha, Like we're on to something here, right? Let's learn how to build because guess what saving is doing? Saving is costing you. Let's be real. Saving, if you've never thought about it like that, now's the time to think about it. Saving is costing you. What do I mean? Don't you have to pay taxes on your savings account? You do. In case you didn't know, you do. The end of every year, you do. You have to pay taxes. So I consider savings accounts like your money slowly causing you to go broke. You're slowly going broke with money in a savings account, first of all. Second of all, if you're a professional athlete, if you're a professional in sports, if you make a lot of money, if you're a real estate agent, if you're a content creator, if you're an esports winner, if you're a lottery winner, if you're any of these people that get this huge windfall of money, and I'm talking huge windfall like 300000 up, FDIC only insures a certain amount. Did you know that? FDIC only insures a certain amount. So then that means you don't want to put all your money in one bank. And 
and collectively over multiple banks, they're only going to insure us up, up to a certain amount. So that means you need more strategic planning for your finances. That's what we do. Guys, wealth management, that's what we do. Okay. So what do you want to do with your money? You have a goal, you have a dream board. I know what I'm going to do. I definitely know what I'm going to do. I definitely know what I want to do, right? Every single time I've gotten money, I've known exactly how to spend it. And once you've done those things that you've wanted to do for so long, then you need to start thinking beyond your comfort zone. What's the first thing that most guys do? They win the lottery. They buy a house. They buy a car. Okay. And we'll get into that on another topic on another show, but what are you going to do with all of this windfall of money that comes your way? Um, and who are you going to trust with it? I think that's the big thing, right? There's going to be, a, especially if you get a contract or you win the lottery, those are very public visible things versus like getting a quiet inheritance or something like that, right? So how are you going to navigate what to do with your money? You should have a list, I really think that you should have a list uh, and just name all the crap that you want to buy. And then like, it, you know what I used to do when I lived in Fort Lauderdale? I lived like on the other side. I live right on an island, like right across from Port Everglades. And so it's beautiful. And I miss it sometimes. I could lay in my living room and watch the ships go by. And I would get the craving every now and again to have ice cream or gelato. So I said, okay, instead of giving into this craving, let me go walk to the grocery store, which was right across the bridge. And if I still have the urge to get it, when I get there, then I totally reward myself because I just walked like a half a mile. And I'm going to walk a half a mile back. And it wasn't really, really that far. I mean, it was like a quarter of a mile and a quarter of a mile back. So I would have walked a half a mile total. And I think that's the same philosophy that you should put through here. Because sometimes I've gone into the store with the intention to buy with money in my pocket, which they call that money to burn. And I get to the store and I'm just like, oh, I can't really find anything I want. Like my taste for wanting to spend has been removed. So I think that's a real thing of you writing down what it is that you really want and then you deciding whether or not that you really want it after you've written it down, after you've done some research, spend some time because you need to know what taxes you're going to have to incur by buying certain things. And if your contract is up in two years or you can't land another deal in two years, then who? how are you going to maintain the house that you haven't paid off or the house that has a $10,000 a month electric bill or the house that has property taxes that are out the roof? Those are all considerations. So you need to have a goal and you need to have a list of all the things. And I'm not big on like keyboard lists. I think you should write them out. Head to hand to heart, the three H's. There's something about when it's in your head and it came from your heart that when your hand has to write it out, 
that there's a connection between your whole being. Okay. And so as a result, head to heart to hand, when you write the list out, it takes hold, it grabs roots, right? And it's a bigger than you type of thing. And so if it's meant to be, then you start researching and you find out, yeah, the green lights are there. But sometimes you start researching and you find out the green lights are not there, which is very beneficial because better you have taken time investing in researching or having someone research for you and report back to you. But you don't want to just dump a lot of money in just because you have money. You want to be smart with your money and you want your money to grow. So, you know, that part, (laughs) we want our money to grow researching what's on the list and dissecting what's on the list to make sure when money is in hand that that's really what's best for you is key. And on that note, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Match Lit Money, where we talk all things business and financial strategies. I'm Danita Harris, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Match Lit Money. And welcome back to Match Lit Money, where we talk all things business and financial strategies. And today we're just talking a little bit about Match Lit Money, where the concept came from and what the first steps of the first, like this is called first things first. And one of the first things is what do you do with your money? What goals do you have for your money? Because you know, we can daydream all day, but then we have to start taking actionable steps. And in that, we hope that that money is being um, used in a capacity that is going to increase for us, which comes into the final show point of the day, which is the benefits of doing business with the right people. Now, let me just, I'm going to take a sip on that one because... Doing business with the right people is either going to exponentially grow you or it's going to teach you some lessons. Now, listen, education is coming out of everything. I don't care if it's increased education of how to do business on a better level or you get got. And in that getting got, you learn a lesson. But recently, some folks got got. And I want to talk about that because recently I just got from wealthmanagement.com Um, some not so great news about a former, um, advisor. So the headline is SEC charges pro athlete advisor with fraud. I called one of my homeboys and he was triggered. Trigger alert. Trigger alert. Okay. Um, Sorry for the heavy breathing, but I hate to see this. And my homeboy, I love him, uh, over in Italy. He used to play over there, and he got got. And every time I tell his story, it's heartbreaking. Every time I bring something like this to him, it just triggers him, and he he gets so upset. And I get it because 
it's just so egregious and so unnecessary. So allegedly, well, not allegedly, because according to wealthmanagement.com, the SEC and a lot of other sources, the SEC is charging pro-athlete advisor Douglas Elston with fraud. Now, off top, let me go ahead and tell you that his attorney has claimed that he was um, basically trying to people please. Okay. And he's being charged with, quote, the commission, SEC, quote, repeatedly defrauding and breaching his fiduciary duty to his clients as the owner of the name of his company. And he was registered with them until August of 2019. So recently he was no longer registered. He is a, he has a niche working with professional athletes because he played ball himself in college. And, um, he doesn't, they don't name his, um, his clients, but they do say he claims. So this is huge. Listen to this part. He claims not that he does, but Part of having to claim is because you need the clout to be able to attract other people. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you, okay? So all of this fool's gold that's being shown in your face is in an effort to mislead you in some intent. For some, not for all. We don't do that at Guys Wealth Management. We don't need to do that, guys. I can back it up. I can get people on the phone right now right? My client list and have people back up the fact that I've worked with professional athletes and I work with professionals in the sports or sports space, right? And he's claiming that he represented at least 14 current or retired athletes. And that was from a 2016 interview with the Kansas City Star. And it goes on. I'm just reading straight off of wealthmanagement.com. You can find it yourself, including former Kansas City Chiefs guard Will Shields, retired Golden State Warriors power forward David West. Oh, David, I'm so sorry. I mean, these good people. And Paul George, an all-star forward from the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, I pray that it wasn't them and that they weren't affected and he was just using their name to name drop and potentially get other clients. But even if it was them and it wasn't them, if it was or it wasn't, and it, it led to affecting other people, whomever these 14 clients are, I'm really sorry that this happened. It's crappy. It really is crappy. And so basically he was investing his clients in products that were a couple of things, not designed for the type of risk they told him they were willing to take. And this is the part that really gets me. They were actually defrauding their clients by signing contracts and they didn't even know they were signing contracts. What do you mean, Danita? Well, what I mean is this company, Douglas Elston, his company was was had contracted, let's say, for 1% per year of assets under management, meaning his company got 1% of whatever they maintained for the client per year. 
Well, somewhere along the line, 1% wasn't enough, probably because he was trying to pay back other bad investment pieces and make his money up. And so he concocted other contracts, not according to me. Again, you could go read it at wealthmanagement.com for yourself. And he was taking the rubber stamp out of the drawer and signing his client's names to these documents. Oh my gosh. So there are many benefits. I was telling you about benefits of dealing with a wealth advisor, but there are benefits of dealing with the right people, period. And you should always have a checks and balance in place, system in place, always. Never allow autonomy of your anything. You always main control, maintain control over all of your pieces because otherwise you're going to end up like these dudes and get God. I, I guarantee you. And in that you have to be willing to trust the person, but guess what? It can come from multiple sources. It doesn't have to just be one particular source, right? So where your person like me, business and financial strategist is telling you one thing, take it to your estate planner. I've had clients do that before. And not only did the estate planner attest to what I was saying was the best, but they also told my clients that they should do more of what I was telling them to do. So there are good people out there and there are just crappy people out there and you really have to do your homework. Otherwise, you're going to get got and you're going to be one of these people who are investing in things that are just flat out schemes. So that's my time. That's all I'm talking about today. Um, thank you so much for joining the first episode of Match Lit Money where we talk all things financial and business strategies, plans, goals, executionary assignments to help you move your business and your personal finances up and up and up because that's the only way that you will grow. Thanks so much and until next time. You're listening to Matchlit Money.